Hello, everyone. Today, we talk to Gulnara Rol, UN Economic Commission for Europe, Secretary for the Intergovernmental Committee on Urban Housing Development and Management. Hello, uh, my name is Gulnara Rol. I'm working for the United Nations Economic Commission for Europe, which is a UN Secretariat, part of the UN Secretariat here in Geneva. I'm secretary to an intergovernmental uh, committee on urban development, housing and management. I'm also responsible for the management of the housing and management unit at the UNEC. And I have to ask you the questions. Uh, we're in the middle of a health crisis, so how are you doing? Thank you very much, Pierre, for asking. Uh, yes, fortunately, we are quite fine. I'm here with my husband, so we are safely in the apartment and uh, the UN uh, has quite a number of the online tools, so it's working quite well. My main concerns about people who actually don't have these safe homes to go to. We know that there is a crisis with uh, homelessness, you know, homeless people in many countries these, these days. I'm really doing fine, but I'm really worried about many, many people who don't have this safe home to go to. You know, there are family with families with small children, with many children, there may be you know, families just with one parent who have to cope with uh, the whole family. And, you know, I, I was speaking to a colleague yesterday who have a small baby and then shops do not allow uh, parents with babies, but it's not possible to get food online. So lots of challenges. But I think for homeless uh, people, probably this is most challenges because, uh, you know, the soup kitchens are not working because restaurants are closed. So they're not really providing this free food. In many countries, there are police patrols demanding everybody to stay home. But for so many people, it's not possible to move from the street. I think this is really a big challenge. I think that uh, this crisis really, first of all, brought spotlight to really vulnerable groups, uh, people who don't have this adequate affordable housing. We're discussing right now how to really could refocus our work as we're working a lot with the housing policies to ensure that in the long run, we're actually paying attention to the vulnerable groups. And everything is compressed in time. We see the crisis forces all of us to execute on resiliency plan in a matter of days, what would have taken years to achieve. Uh, yes, absolutely. There is a need in really very fast exchange of different practices. So we are also communicating right now to, to our countries to discuss what would be good practices. For instance, we are preparing now Forum of Mayors and today morning we had a meeting of the steering committee for the Forum of Mayors discussing you know, how we really establish it as a platform for exchange of the good practices. We saw already, for instance, on the Eurocities webpage, there is kind of the live uh, discussion about how cities cope with uh, COVID-19 and what are the solutions cities offering. I think this is a fantastic initiative. Tell us a little more about this forum of mayors. What gets discussed? What gets shared in terms of best practices? Forum of mayors, uh, this will be the first uh, forum of mayors here on the 6th of October here in Geneva. It will be an event uh, which will be mayors and vice mayors speaking to each other, exchanging good practices. And it's a unique platform because this will be basically one of the first times when at the UN, in the UN, mayors speaking to each other as partners, 
but also it will be about the city governments who are today actually implementing many actions. And, you know, there is a, a long-term trend of the decentralization, decentralization of many responsibilities, which were maybe historically before the 2008 economic crisis were under the national government responsibilities. Today, under the local government responsibilities, we see this trend. So uh, this will be also contributing to the discussions of the national governments who actually now are making decisions. Today we had a steering committee meeting of the Forum of Mayors meeting. We do have cities of Geneva, but also the cities of Almaty, you know, also the uh, local governments from Portugal and also national government from Switzerland, Albania, France and many other countries on this, uh, at this group. And also today uh, there was exchange about what is needed. So cities actually are saying that they would appreciate to have uh, online platforms, online uh, forums for the discussing what are the good, uh, good practices uh, for dealing with this. And uh, first of all, what concerns rapid response to the situation. Really decision makers, NGOs, civil society, UN, uh, we all really mobilized very quickly trying to uh, adjust our activities to really help the situation. But we should be thinking, I think, on, in both dimensions. We should be thinking about very short-term perspective, about uh, where actually the immediate decision makers have to decide how they manage the city, how they manage the country, but also we should also think about what will happen after that, because uh, the issues of climate change, the issues of the housing affordability, the issue of the uh, urban infrastructure, health, local health systems, they will not go anywhere. And while we are redirecting all the resources now to fighting the emergency, we should be still considering how we will be dealing with uh, this multiplicity of other issues that we're facing and actually which are also interconnected. I'd like to switch, if we may, towards habitat, because I know this is uh, close to your heart and one of the topics that you look at at the UNECE, uh, specifically for uh, countries and cities in transition. C can you tell us a little more about the work that you do there? Yes, I think this is actually very much uh, connected topics. Our committee is uh, a platform for 56 uh, member states, uh, which is uh, 27 EU member states, uh, Western European countries, I mean, including also UK, Israel, Norway, Eastern European countries, Central Asia, but also US and Canada. Most important priority topic for us is housing. And first of all, the affordability and adequacy of housing. However, we're not looking uh, into housing in isolation because we know that uh, housing is very much related to the jobs. So how jobs are affecting housing in, in, every, in every way, you know, for instance, uh, most of our countries, especially in Central Eastern Europe, historically have a very high level of ownership of, of apartments and houses. As a result, in case if you get a job in another city, you cannot really move so easily. It's required that you have different options. You, you should be able to sell your, your apartment, but also you should be able to rent your apartment. And this is, for instance, one of the big issues. Or around housing, 
Another issue is, again, affordability. I mentioned before about the concerns about affordability of housing for vulnerable groups, and especially, you know, those who live in extreme poverty. Uh, in many countries, fortunately, we know that there are already systems for provision of affordable housing. However, then what is a big issue is affordability and accessibility of affordable housing for people of middle income. Uh, young people who do get salary, uh, however, they cannot really always uh, afford adequate housing and then they pay over in sometimes 30-40% of their salaries for housing with practically little left for anything else. The role of then the UNECE is to provide guidance on policies and regulations and laws to facilitate access to housing. First of all, we are really a platform for the exchange uh, experiences and best practices. Why it is important? Uh, because the uh, uh, situation is changing. Yes, there is a need in different innovative solutions. So through this exchange, uh, yes, as you correctly mentioned, we are providing uh, standards. We are providing guidance, guidance documents. We are providing studies with uh, exactly kind of compendiums of the best practices. From 2009, exactly when uh, there was an economic financial crisis, our member states uh, requested to develop a document named Geneva UN Charter on sustainable housing. So this uh, document was adopted in 2014 uh, by the committee and in 2015 by the UNEC, all the UNEC member states. And yes, it provides guidance about when you speak about adequate, affordable housing, when you speak about sustainable housing, this is where you get kind of guidance, the key principles, how this uh, housing should be looking. And it's important that Geneva and Charter on Sustainable Housing, uh, you know, provides a very generic guidance. So in all of our approach about providing guidance, providing standards, uh, providing also, of course, in Eastern Europe and Central Asia countries, also technical assistance in the way uh, of projects, we are not uh, dictating our solutions. This is very important because um, you know that housing and land are among uh, very ancient ways of doing things. You know, so there are very distinct cultural, historical, social practices how you manage your housing, housing and land. So, in each country, the situation with the housing is very different. Definition of housing, housing affordability would be very different. Uh, approaches how to resolve it, resolve it would be very different. So this is why it is very important that the guidance we provide is very general, like through Geneva UN chart on sustainable housing or through our publications on social housing, uh, but also through a series of events and annual meetings of all the focal points to actually also discuss person-in-person -person the situations and exchange exchange experience. I really hope that by October, on the 7th and 8th, we will actually have the Committee on Urban Development uh, next session. And again, we will get now good discussion about how to address the housing issues. I see that on your website, uneece.org, you've got a number of publications and resources which are being published. I presume that the studies you were referring to are publicly available on that site? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, all the publications are available on the website. And I would say that since we're kind of 
a hub where sitting in the middle in between member states we're really getting the latest innovative ideas all the publications are really i really hope provide very useful guidance i mean i bring you one example three weeks ago came back from kyrgyzstan where uh, for many many years there is an issue about informal settlements some some years ago and we recommended them to address these issues and you know that many organizations also the world bank try to help the government to address it uh, however it seems that maybe there were not enough of the good methodologies so we just right now published uh, together with the european union of federation of surveyors guidance on uh, on the legalization of informal settlements which I think, which we are planning, for instance, to use uh, in Kyrgyzstan. To we are already working now to develop a project together with the city of Bishkek. And you know, informal settlements are very critical spot for uh, fighting the uh, pandemics now, like COVID-19, because this is the places where you may have a house, but you don't necessarily have water access, you don't have the toilet access, you don't have good roads, you don't have uh, good access to local health services so really all the things as you see in the urban you know in the urban setting are really interconnected sustainability also means resilience developing resilience and uh, with UNEC's help you provide the tools to develop that resilience absolutely uh, yes in fact also the forum of mayors by discussing really moving towards uh, issues for resilience because uh, we will be looking into also kind of long term kind of long-term consequences and also, again, linking the subjects, like linking the topics of uh, addressing pandemics, addressing the climate change uh, impacts, uh, addressing uh, issues of earthquakes. For instance, in the news, you heard, of course, about the latest examples, for instance, in Albania, you know, addressing so many different issues of the economic development, there was an earthquake. Now, while we're addressing the pandemics topics, Zagreb, also experienced um, earthquake. So how to deal with all the things, how to be prepared to all these things, how to have the financial resources, human resources, capacity, how to have intersectoral cooperation, how to organize communication within the government, how to organize communication with national local governments, there are many, many issues. And we're really working to address these issues uh, in our guidance documents, also in our meetings and uh, different trainings that we're organizing. So Gulnara, those are fantastic insights you shared with us. Uh, as we go through this formidable crisis all together, what will be your thoughts for our listeners as we think ahead? Most importantly, I think what now the crisis showed that preparedness of, of different organizations and people to cooperate and share ideas. Uh, I wanted to say that UN is a membership organization of member states but also it's very much open for cooperation with citizens, with NGOs, with different academia, different organizations. I would like to use the opportunity to invite everybody to cooperate, to share their ideas with us. Let's think together about uh, all possible solutions and try to be really very relevant and be very targeted in addressing both short-term but also long-term consequences of uh, disasters, but also the long-term issues like climate change, uh, affordability of housing, sustainability of our cities. Gulnara Arol, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Pierre. Thank you for listening to the Smart and Sustainable City podcast. 
We'd love to hear any suggestions you might have. You can contact us by sending mail to pierre.murles at partner360.net.